First, I want to start off by saying I hope that everyone is doing okay. I know that right now we are in a slow season. A lot of us are experiencing seasonal depression. A lot of us are tired, exhausted. I beg of you to please keep going. Please keep taking care of yourself. Continue to nourish your body. Give it what it needs. I know that it can be really hard, especially when maybe for the majority of the year, you're just used to producing at such high levels and being really productive. And then now you enter this slow season where even though there still may be a lot of work, your body or maybe your mind or your spirit just isn't in alignment with it and you're just not in the mood to do any of it and you feel overwhelmed by all the work that you have to do. I totally get that. And honestly, I've been feeling that way too. I wouldn't categorize the way that I've been feeling as seasonal depression just because I don't feel numb. I don't feel purposeless. It just, to me, I just feel really tired and like I'm lacking motivation. And so I've been trying to get myself to stay disciplined and I've been using a calendar to manage my time and really get myself started on doing things again. And it's been a work in progress. Like this entire week, I was just so freaking tired. Like I did not want to do anything. I did not want to work this week. I was just so tired because I didn't give myself a day to rest last weekend. And when I chose to neglect my body and my mind, I felt that going into the week. And so now I'm ending the week feeling like I need two times the amount of rest that I originally needed. And had I given myself that rest, I probably wouldn't feel as tired as I do now. But that's a lesson and it's a lesson that I have to keep learning. I will say I have been taking care of myself, at least allowing myself to rest in that way. I've, I feel like I've gotten better with embracing rest a little more and not treating my body like a machine. I've been really intentional about that. But at the end of the day, we live in a system that wants us to treat our bodies like machines and actually encourages that sort of behavior. And um, sometimes you fall into it. Sometimes you fall into the trap of it. It could be because you're putting that pressure on yourself because you tie your value to your level of productivity. It could be because you just have a lot of work to do and you feel overwhelmed and you don't know how to prioritize your tasks. It could honestly be because you're feeling pressured by other people to go above and beyond all day, every single day, because they're doing that and you're comparing yourself. Like there are so many reasons, but I'm getting better at allowing myself to rest without any guilt or shame attached to it. And I feel really proud of myself for that. So kudos to me. The concept of productivity, our unhealthy relationship with it, how we tie it to our value as human beings, how we're constantly operating in this system where we treat our bodies like machines and the way that we're encouraged to do so. When I think about that as a whole, it makes so much sense to me why when we're in slow seasons of our lives, like in the wintertime, like end of year, why so many of us battle with seasonal depression or we feel overwhelmed by the workload that we have or we lose motivation. And don't get me wrong, I do believe that environmental factors such as 
the sun going down at a much earlier time, us getting less sunlight. I do believe all of those factors play into it. But I also think that that's just like scratching the surface. A lot of us, and this is where the like hot take may come in or me like shifting your perspective may come in. I think a major reason why a lot of us do not feel comfortable entering a slow season is because throughout the entire year, we are treating our bodies like machines. We tell ourselves that we need to constantly produce in order to be valuable, in order to be considered valuable by other people, by society as a whole. We have to constantly be contributing in order to deserve rest. If you listen to content like this, like you've heard other people say things like this, but I'm going to reiterate because that is really the mentality that a lot of us carry around with us. If you guys have been listening to my podcast for a while, this is now the visual version, but I have like a full-blown podcast on Apple, Spotify, like this is it, but I have it on like obviously like like podcast-friendly platforms. You know that I talk about like my last job and how I got super burnt out because I was treating my body like it was a machine and I wasn't taking care of myself and I wasn't giving myself time to rest because I was always in autopilot. I was always operating from this anxious, fear-based state. And I think that when we constantly treat our bodies like machines and we don't allow ourselves that time to recuperate and just do nothing, I think that stems from a mindset of lack. I think when you're constantly wanting more and constantly seeking more, it shows that you're not grateful for where you are now or what you have now because you're not even taking the time to appreciate what you have now. And I think that's the beautiful thing about rest. When you rest, Your mind just shuts off and you're just chill. You know, like when you allow yourself to rest, you can take in everything that you did in a day or in a week or in a month. You can reflect on everything that's happened and you can find like parts of your life to be grateful for. Like you can reflect on your work and be like, wow, like that week I really killed it at my job. Or wow, like my family went through a lot for those two months and I really like took it on the chin and I was there for them. If you go throughout your entire year not allowing yourself to rest or giving yourself like one day or a couple hours in a day to rest, that's not enough time in my opinion. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Yeah, I think that a lot of us are uncomfortable with slowing down because we are constantly operating from this fear-based state. And so when your body is just like, I've had enough, I'm done, I need to take a break, like you didn't listen to me when I needed you to listen to me, you weren't taking care of me because you were so focused on these goals that, yeah, are probably really important, but you weren't feeding the machine that's going to get you to the goal, well, now that's on you. And it sucks, but that's the truth. And so when you have to listen to your body, like you're just forced to do that, it takes us out of our comfort zone. I also think hyper productivity is a form of escapism. 
I think it's a great way to avoid your problems. And I don't necessarily think this is always a bad thing. Like, for example, right now, I'm really tired. I also feel very restless. I'm not tired enough to fall asleep. I feel very restless, though. And there are probably some issues that I have in the back of my head that I just don't feel like addressing right now. So I'm sitting here podcasting, which in my defense, even though this is technically work for me, I consider it to be therapeutic. So but that's usually the case. Like when we have things going on in our lives that we don't want to address, we avoid it in any way possible, by any means possible. So whether for you that might be smoking a blunt, it could be eating loads of food, it could be cooking, it could be podcasting, it could be work. But either way, you're escaping something. And again, it's not always a bad thing if we were to just sit in our feelings all the time, if we were to just sit and dwell in our feelings and not come up with any solutions to help ourselves and not be proactive in helping ourselves, then yeah, like, you know, in a way you are kind of victimizing yourself and you have to get things done. And usually when you do get outside of your head and start acting and doing things that get you away from that negative headspace, it does help you. It can be therapeutic. But there are also times where you have to sit with your emotions and you have to face those demons and you have to just immerse yourself in the darkness and the sadness and the pain in order to get to the other side of it. And that's what resting and that's what slow seasons like this are there for. That's literally the purpose of it, in my opinion. So long story short, my argument is that Slow seasons are a beautiful thing because I think it's an opportunity to reflect. Rest is an opportunity to not only show your mind, your body, and your spirit appreciation for everything that it does for you and for other people in the world around you, but it's also a time to reflect on your experiences and then to assess what the next step is for you, what changes you'd like to make. I think another substantial part of the reflecting process or the reflection process is that you come out of it changed. Like, I think reflecting is fuel for evolution. It's fuel for your spirit to evolve. Because there's never been a time in my life where I reflected and didn't think to myself, okay, well, that's something that I want to change. Or I really liked the way I handled that situation. I want to continue to do that. Like when you reflect on difficult things you've been through in life, or even just like amazing things you've been through in life, Your perspective on your life changes and even the objectives that you once had changes because sometimes we go through these experiences and we don't realize that they have changed us until other people notice it or until we take the time to acknowledge it. Like to me, that's my favorite thing about reflecting. It's to me, it's like I have changed 
And now I'm acknowledging that change or I realize I have the choice to change. And now I'm aware of the fact that I have that choice. And so I can do that. I can now make steps to become the person that I want to be. For example, this year for me was by no means easy. I learned so many valuable lessons, but very painful ones. I lost so many people. I like literally my whole life changed this year. It was a lot of change. And usually I think I'm really good with change, but this year taught me that as beautiful as change is, it can still be really painful. And that's a big lesson I took away with me this year. And even though a lot of unfortunate things happened this year, I still got through it. And that's the little like silver lining that I took away from that. I went through all of this in one year and yet here I am still pushing, still trying to be like this positive light in the world. I'm resilient as fuck. And I didn't realize that, honestly, until someone told me that. And then I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, you're seeing something that I think I've just kind of overshadowed because I've been so focused on what's next. Let me take a moment and really think about what I've been through. And now I can take that information that I'm resilient and apply that in every area of my life moving forward. Anything that happens moving forward, I have faith that I can tolerate difficult things. I can tolerate change. Whether it's good or bad, I know that it's for the best and I will get through to the other side. I may be a different person when I'm on the other side of it, but I can still get through it. That's my silver lining. That's another beautiful part of reflection. You find your silver lining. When you take the time to think about where you've been and where you are now, you build a confidence in yourself. You begin to trust yourself more. I can't even like put a number to how many people who've had really traumatic childhoods or have gone through just way too much at such a young age. Or maybe you just have gone through things that the standard person goes through. Either way, it's still painful. And a lot of times we let those things that happen to us define us. We let the way that other people have treated us or traumatic experiences define who we are. We think that that makes up who we are and that isn't the case. When you take the time to reflect on that and you get to the root of your limiting beliefs and you think about the negative narratives that you've been feeding yourself and you think about the fact that you have remained stagnant because you've been telling yourself the same narrative over and over, that's freeing because then you can realize, hey, I have the power to change this. You realize that you can then trust yourself and that builds confidence in yourself and that builds trust in yourself. I also think if you battle with perfectionism, self-reflection is your best friend. And the reason for this is basically when you rehash your past, you have to come head to head, toe to toe with 
who you once were or things you once did. And a lot of the time, we are embarrassed by the people we've been or the choices we've made or the emotions we've felt. A lot of times, we let that affect us even into adulthood. Like, I find that it's very hard for people, including myself, to let the past go, to let past versions of themselves go. And I think that's actually really normal because we do live in a society where we are heavily influenced by the media. And when you're constantly seeing images or there are ideas or expectations circulating around regarding what the perfect person looks like and what the most liked person looks like or behaves like or thinks like, it makes it really easy to completely invalidate your very human experience. And that pisses me off. It pisses me off because I feel subject to that all the time. And I know that other people feel that way. Like you judge yourself based off of what other people think of you or you judge yourself because you're constantly comparing yourself to this ideal human being that does not exist. There's no such thing as a perfect person. Like it just, it doesn't, it it doesn't exist. And I say that because the same way that beauty is in the eye of the beholder, it's all subjective. That's exactly how perfection is. It is literally in the eye of the beholder. What is perfect to you will not look perfect to someone else. And that is okay. You are okay. To me, being a human being, that makes you perfect. Like you are here on this earth. You have your own spirit. You have your own voice. You have your own light inside of you. You have your own gifts, your own talents, your own intelligence. Like no one is you. But yet we still judge ourselves because we're not like the next person. Or I mean, sometimes even judging yourself feels valid because you're like, I should have handled that in a better way. I shouldn't have been so jealous in that situation or I shouldn't have behaved that way. I made a bad choice. Like that's so normal and fucking human and valid. And God, it makes me so sad that we feel so much shame around that because I literally question almost everything that I do and I literally have to have conversations with myself so often where it's like you're overthinking it it's okay like no one is judging you as much as you are judging yourself right now I literally have to say out loud you are a human being you are allowed to make mistakes that's it we're not feeding into this narrative anymore I'm not giving power to these thoughts anymore we're done with it go watch new girl you're done like (laughs) I totally get it. And I think that that's the scary part about reflecting, but it's also the best part about reflecting because you have to look at your past self and you have to be self-aware of that and you have to hold yourself accountable to that. But most importantly, you have to forgive yourself for the past versions of yourself and then you have to choose to let go of who you once were or things you once did. And that's really hard. Like, it's hard to look at yourself, especially if you're a perfectionist and you judge yourself a lot already. It's hard to look at who you were and be like, wow, like, I really have some development points that I need to work on. Like, no one wants to really hear that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm all about change and evolving and becoming a better person. But that shit's not always sunshine and rainbows. Like, 
before you can get to the sunshine and rainbows, you have to really look at what you need to change. Like you have to break down what it is that needs to be fixed. Like you you have to assess that problem. I think at the end of the day, when you self-reflect, you know yourself better. You come to understand yourself on a deeper level. And all of that ties into, you know, trusting your intuition, trusting your truth and validating your truth, recognizing that you aren't perfect. All of that plays into learning about who you are and loving who you are. So for anyone who is experiencing seasonal depression, for anyone who's just going through a hard time in your life right now, if you're feeling really overwhelmed and you don't know how to cope with it, if your body's just tired, I beg you, take your time to rest, take your time to take care of yourself, be with yourself. If you feel like isolating, do that. I hate when people say you shouldn't spend so much time alone. Like, no, like sometimes you're being called to do that. I find that whenever I'm being called to be with myself, it's because I need to be with my higher power. I need to sort some things out with my soul. It's calling me to do some soul work. There are some things that I've been ignoring And my body and my spirit is telling me that I need to address those things. That's why I physically can't do something. That's why I'm having a difficult time concentrating right now. That's why I feel tired, but I also feel really restless. That's why I don't want to hear any music right now. I don't want to be involved. I don't want to consume any media right now. Nothing is resonating with me right now. I think when you see like little signs like that, that's when you're being called to just like sit with yourself and hash it out. Sit with yourself and let yourself think, let your mind wander, cry, sit with God, just sit in silence and literally like let the answers come to you. And that's so corny. And I know all old people say shit like that, but they know what they're talking about. Like, it's true. When I just force myself to, I don't even need to force myself anymore. Like I really just sit with myself and I sit in silence. And I might be doing my makeup or reading a book or just really just sitting. That's when I get my most creative ideas. That's when a a solution to a problem I had been festering or overthinking about pops into my head when I just let my mind go blank. And that's really powerful. And I encourage you to do that. And I encourage you to listen to yourself. Don't be afraid of it. Follow it. See where it takes you. You'll probably feel 10 times better than you did when you were ignoring your problems and forcing yourself to work. You'll probably feel a lot better than you did when you were ignoring your problems by overworking yourself and ignoring your need to rest. That was it. Hopefully this isn't insanely long, but even if it was, this was a word. This is a podcast. This can be an hour and 30 minutes and you're going to sit here and listen. Why? Because I feel like I'm speaking facts. Like, what? This is my truth. This is how I feel. I think at the end of the day, when you're experiencing a slow season, it is the perfect opportunity to reflect on your life, your journey, where you've been. It's the perfect opportunity for growth. It's the perfect opportunity for self-awareness, to show gratitude, to show faith, to love on yourself. Like, it's amazing. So I don't look at slow seasons as a bad thing anymore. I don't need to be productive all the time 
to be a valuable, loved human being. And you don't either. So give yourself a break. You deserve a break. If no one has told you this lately, you deserve a break. And there's nothing wrong with that. You don't want to talk to your friends who always want to talk shit. You don't have to do that. People are coming at you left and right talking to you about their problems and you don't have the emotional or mental capacity for it right now. You don't have to entertain it. Set your boundaries, prioritize your mental health, prioritize your spiritual well-being, prioritize your physical body and the health of your body and let go and let God. I don't know. That's that on that. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you enjoyed this, I drop episodes every, I don't know what day yet, but we'll, I'll put it here. And yeah, I love you guys so much. Please share your comments down below. I love to hear what you guys are thinking. If you resonate with anything that I said, if you have a completely different opinion, you know, if you had a similar experience, if you're experiencing the opposite, like, I don't care. Like, I just want to know what you're thinking, how you're feeling. And I want to talk about it. I want to have a space where we can all just sit and talk and share our ideas and connect with each other. And yeah, I think this is the perfect space to do it. So have you been having a difficult time slowing down lately? Are you experiencing seasonal depression? I encourage you to just think a little deeper. Sometimes it's not just that the sun goes down earlier. Sometimes it really is that you've been avoiding things that need to be addressed and now is the time to do it and you're being called to do it and you have to trust that. All right, I'm done. Have a great rest of your morning, night, day, and we'll talk soon. Bye.